do not want us to forget is that verse 10. Of course, we are starting from verse 11, verse 14 today. Verse 10. It says, and if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Meaning that there is an exchange, exchange life when we meet Christ. An exchanged life. When a believer meets Christ, there is exchanged life. The life that you are living is exchanged. You are living in sin before. The life that you are living carnally before has been exchanged onto the life of another, of, of, of another power and glory. Another glory. And that glory is Jesus Christ. Meaning that the presence of Jesus Christ in us, in us, in our hearts, even in our body, must render the carnality and the old life must render it dead. He said the body is dead because of sin and the spirit is life. Which shows that immediately we meet Christ, the things about us our personal, our personality, which always stand in the way of our blessings, the flesh, our body. He said the body is dead because of sin, because Christ is there inside, inside our life and he came to control absolutely. He came to have power over everything about us. And it is only by then that all the blessings that God offered through Christ can be ours because we too as Christ, as Christian, we have exchanged our life onto that life of Jesus Christ. At salvation, when we are, being, when we are receiving salvation and we are confessing Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, what we are only saying at that time is that we are switching off our own life and switching on Jesus Christ. You know, when you switch on your light, you can you can uh, you can you can experience darkness anymore. The story about of darkness ends immediately in the light is switched on. Amen. So that is what, what that was what happened when we were born again. Our own personal life is switched off. The life we live in darkness before. The life we live in sin in the flesh is dead. Why? Because Jesus Christ himself died in the flesh. Because he presented himself, his own body, as sacrifice for us. That we, by his death, may live. So, Christ himself became us and died in the same flesh. The same flesh of uh, 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 the same dust that we bear that committed sins, that accepts evil of sin. Jesus Christ adopted that body and he suffered in it. Being Emmanuel, he still suffered in the flesh. He carried the dust of man and he did what? He, he, he presented it unto God to be dealt with 
so that the body of sin of man might be dead with and might be destroyed and annihilated through the exercise of sacrifice that Jesus offered. And when Jesus offered that sacrifice, hallelujah, he offered it absolutely, not leaving anything behind. Amen. He did it with all things that is in him. And he surrendered everything about himself unto God to deal with that flesh. So the Bible says now, the Bible says now, verse 10, he said, And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. The body is dead to anything that concerns sin. If Christ be in you indeed, if indeed Christ is there, what we come, what we experience is that the body of sin died. We die. You will no more test for sin. This body of yours will no more, uh, will no more test after sin anymore. It will rather hate sinfulness. It will rather eat the whole life of darkness in sin because Christ is on. So, which means the question is that we should ask ourselves whether Christ is really in there in our lives. Because if you are still struggling with sin, it means that Christ may be missing. Or probably we are not giving him the absolute right of possession of us. So now, by the grace of the Lord, we are going to continue from there. Praise the Lord. Because he said, if Christ be in us, uh, the, the spirit will be will be will, will come to life. And within the same body, within the same body, the spirit will make, because of the presence of Christ, the spirit will render the body dead. To, to sinfulness, to sinfulness, and the spirit will become alive. That's why it, you read in verse eleven. You say, "But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you." That is that is the uh, that is divine analogy. God. By his spirit is on. He raised up Jesus Christ by the spirit. What did he raise in Jesus Christ? Let me ask you the question. When the Bible said he raised him up, what did he raise? He raised his dead body unto life. He converted the, the, the body that Christ presented so holy, so righteous. The body that was so tempted and so tried, even tried to the cross, he presented it only. He kept it only. And the Lord was able to raise him up unto life. So which means that the body of Christ, which collected, the body of man which accepts sin, has been dealt with through Jesus Christ. Meaning that now, if now that same spirit of him that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead, dead in the body. So if that if that spirit of Jesus of, of God that I mean that raised up raised Jesus Christ up is in you, he said he will raise he, he that he, he will quicken your mortal body. 
by his spirit. The Lord help us in Jesus' name that dwelleth in you. Now let's go to verse 14. That's where we are going to start today. Hallelujah. That is just uh, uh, the way of revealing what we have learned so far. We cannot go back than that. So verse 14. For as many as are led by the spirit of, the, of, of God, we are in Romans chapter 8, verse 14 now. As, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are sons of God. As many, for as many. As many. Meaning that for anyone that will be counted among the children of God, they have these things to, to, to fulfill. As many, as many that do it, as many that we found in it, doing it, as many as make that possibility to be possible, they are the ones that are called the children or the sons of God. Who are those people? Those that are led. Those that submit to the influence and control of the Holy Spirit in them. Because the Spirit of Christ that raised up, the Spirit of God that raised up Jesus Christ has come on inside of us to dwell instead of us. So that he will put off the life of the flesh completely and then it is by this completeness of surrenderness, of submission and yieldedness unto him that renders the activities of the body dead. Hallelujah. It is this, this I mean, uh, uh, solemn comments of surrenderness, total surrenderness unto the Lord that makes the body of sin to do what? To die. Because what killed the nature of sin is the spirit of the Lord. But those that will be counted as children of God they are the one that are led by the Spirit of the Lord. What is the meaning of that being led? Being guided. Being influenced. Being controlled by the Spirit of the Lord. You see, when we are being controlled and being led by the Spirit of the Lord, the meaning that the Holy Spirit has the freedom, the authority to say this is what should be done and easily we yield unto him and we are doing the same even with it, when is it contrary to our what to our own uh, will but we surrender our own will unto him that want to live that has come to live inside of us if we do that that is the evidence of being sons of God lack of this is rebelliousness you see one evidence of godliness is willingness to yield to the influence and control of the Holy Spirit. The evidence, perfect evidence of godliness, perfect evidence of piety is to do what? Is to be controlled and to be influenced by the Holy Spirit. When he have freedom in guiding us, he have power on our will, and we are able to say yes to him, then we will experience what God really made man to be. When he said, 
I gave the first blessing and said, have dominion, have control. And all the other blessings that are atta- that attached to it, it is only then that that blessing is activated because the Spirit of God that lives on the inside of us, when the Lord first breath is breath on our nostrils, what he meant is that uh, after breathing, the, 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 breathing upon us is breath. So, it means that the life of God himself entered in, in us, into us. And we are not living by ourselves anymore. We are living by God. That was the original thing that God had in mind. And that was why they were tested in order to know whether they will dwell within that trend or within that, uh, what do you call it now? Whether they will dwell within, within the atmosphere eh, that the Lord created for them, the spiritual atmosphere, the glorious atmosphere, where God himself is connected to them and they are connected to God and God make them his own friend, personal friend. Because why? They have his spirit in dwelling there and they are being controlled by the same spirit so they were tested upon that, but their will was not surrendered. Thank God for, for Christ Jesus. We don't want to tell that story anymore. But the story that is told and new is the story of salvation through somebody like Jesus, through somebody in Christ Jesus that presented himself as sin unto us. The sin that was committed, he presented himself as sin unto us and he was dealt with in that body of sin. And he successfully won the battle. So, when God declared him, I mean Jesus Christ, when he was being baptized by John the Baptist, that this is my beloved son, hear ye him. Hear ye him. The Lord also was expecting Jesus Christ to live according to what he declared him to be, as son of God. So, he was given his own chance for all the years that he spent on earth to, dis, to, 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 to prove himself as child of God. So that was why he was tempted sorely. Even more than most of us. But the Bible said, having been tempted, he, he, was, he, he still remained sinless. And that was when God marked him and declared him vividly. At, de- at death on the cross of Calvary and the Lord proved you know what we see what happened when Christ finished his course of dying for, for, for us as sinner the Bible said in the afternoon when Christ was crucified darkness came the Lord switched up the light of the whole world the Lord made the sun to do what to even turn the back eh? the Lord turned the, turned the tide of sun eh and darkness covered everywhere. Even in the afternoon by 12 p.m. that he was what? He was crucified. So, and then what happened again? There was earthquake. Uh, the Lord shook the whole earth. In fact, those that nailed him to the cross confessed and said, this is indeed God's what? God's son. Even those that did not believe him, believed him. The Lord himself can do wonders that have never been seen before, if he sees somebody that lived his life or our life exactly as the Lord called him to be, his own son. 
his own daughter or his own child. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. He said, those that have been led by the Spirit of God, they are the ones that are called the sons of God. What uh, we should take a uh, consummation, we, we, should, we, should, we should understand about the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us is this. We should understand the fact that there is no any other guide and there is no any other control or power that remains on that after Christ had gone than the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the one that the Lord has sent to seal up what Christ has started in us and what Christ will even do if he's still remaining on earth here is what the Holy Spirit is now doing. And if the Holy Spirit enters into one's life, he, he came in as Christ himself. Because when we were accepting Christ, it was the Holy Spirit that did what? That came to take over. Isn't it? The, the Christ himself in the Holy Ghost enters in. And if Christ, uh, uh, it's possible to see Christ physically like this. So, uh, we will have said, it make me, we will have said maybe it, it will be better. And then we will obey him. Because, okay, if we didn't obey him, he will punish us. But now the spirit of God, is, his presence is more glorious than even the presence of Christ when he was here physically. So that was why he said that when I ascend to heaven, I will pray the Father, I will send another comforter. Who will be with you? So there is no any other comforter anywhere. Meaning that if you miss the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit, you will live in what? What is the opposite of comfort? You will live in discomfort. You will live in sorrow. You will live in pain. You will live in oppression. So if the Holy Spirit is a comforter, if it's a guide, and you don't follow the guide of the Holy Spirit, it means that you are lost. You will be lost. So, that is the reason why a believer that has Christ in him, that is professing to be Christian, if he can give himself over to the leading of the Holy Spirit, is only then that he will be endorsed as what? As sons of God. As sons of God. Without that, there is nothing in that believer that could be termed to be called sons of God. Now, in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13, Ephesians 1 13, the, the, the Lord says there in Ephesians 1 13, let's read it together, verse 13. Uh, it said, And in whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed, with the Holy Spirit of promise. Holy Spirit of promise. We were sealed with the Holy Spirit. When something is sealed up, it means that it is kept from being, from contamination, isn't it? So it is kept from what? From being, uh, from being uh, adulterated. It's sealed up. So, and they used to pass, they used to put tamper, tamper proof to some items that we buy in the market so the Holy Ghost is our own tamper proof. Hallelujah. So now, if the Holy Spirit is the one that sealed us up and to cause us to remain uh, presentable unto God and we are not being led by Him, then what is it that God is going to present? I mean, that, 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 that Christ is going to present in us without Him. 
He is the one that has been sent to seal us up. Let's read again the book of uh, uh, that Ephesians again, chapter 4, verse 30. Ephesians 4, 30 again. The scripture says here, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are what? Ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. What is the day of redemption? The day that God himself will send, will send his archangel to come and reap the harvest of souls of believers on that year. And when Jesus Christ, when that, that trumpet, I mean, that angel is sent, he's only sending that angel unto those that are being led by the Spirit of God. On those that follows the leading and the guide of the Holy Spirit. So, if your life as believer is contrary to that, it means that you will not, will remain unrapturable. So, those who are being led by the grace, of, by, 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 by the Spirit of God, are those ones that God is going to rapture. I always say here, uh, during our teaching like this, that the Lord revealed to you. I heard the voice of the Lord was just sitting down in the, in, the, in, in the room, and I heard the voice, audible voice of the Holy Spirit saying, and I know it's God, because of the language, said, son, that's the sample of those that I will rapture to me here, to me in heaven, is right here on my right hand. On my right hand, on my right hand side. Amen. The sample of those that I will rapture, which means, who is there at the right hand of God, save Jesus Christ, the son of God. Meaning that anyone that is like the, his son, that have the control of the Holy Ghost, that is being led by the Holy Spirit, they are the one that are what? That will be presentable. That will be raptured. Amen and amen in Jesus' name. Those that what? That, 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 that follows and believes in him. And believe in his guide. And trust him to guide them. Unto. So, those are the ones that are being called the sons of God. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, ah, this, they, are the, they are the sons of God. Ah, the sons of God mean that, mean that ah, they are adopted into God's family. And they are children. They are endeared to God's, hearts, um, to God's fatherly heart. Because they are being led by the Holy Ghost. They were recognized you know Christ Jesus when he ascended to the Father, it was when the Holy Spirit it was then that the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit came. Meaning that the Holy Spirit Himself is God personified that came down again in his own spirit to indwell man so that man will live on, on earth as God. And when we are talking about somebody being a son of God or being, being a child of God, we are talking about somebody that has the personality of God. You bear your child, your, your, your children resembles you. You look alike. So, now, the Spirit of God, when He comes to dwell us, he, he has come to do what? To build the image and the nature of God in us. And it is only through surrenderness and yielding unto Him that the nature of God will be, will be, will, uh, will be transmitted or will be, will be transformed in us. Hallelujah. Sorry for that transmitted that I look that I use. We'll be transforming us. The nature of God is we, we be we be activated, and every time we are obeying the Holy Spirit, 
his instruction and his guide, it is then that we are activating God himself in our lives. And God himself is in the, in the control. And if God is in the control, then we are in dear to his heart. He sees us as he sees Jesus Christ. He sees us as he sees himself. Because we are carrying his nature. Because the nature of God is his spirit in man. And the spirit of God that is, the, that is living in the, in the body of flesh of man, and the man through the flesh that is still stubborn as it, as, as it is, is still saying no to that flesh. Hallelujah. He's still saying no to the what? To the, to, 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 to the flesh and listening to the Holy Ghost and obeying the Holy Ghost. As he's doing that, every time the Lord sees him, he is endeared to the heart of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Which voice is there? Hallelujah. Amen in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Muhammad Nabide. Yes. You can join us if you wish. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, Muhammad Nabide. You can join us. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. So, now, so those are the children of God. They that are being led by the Spirit of God because they have the Spirit in them, controlling them, because they have, they have confessed Jesus Christ as Son of God, they have, they, they, they have made covenant with Him to leave the realm of darkness of sin and come into the realm of God's light, confessing Jesus Christ the light into, as, their, as their Lord and their Master and their King and their God that rules over them. The way you call him and the way you ask him to come into your life as God or as the Lord is the dimension to which you are also what? Surrendering unto him as Lord. That's the reason why we easily call Jesus Christ the Lord. Why? Because we have seen and known and met him as God. Because he himself was the express image of Godhead according to the scripture. He came to present God that we lost. He came from God's own bosom and he presented God to us and if you call him the Lord of our lives, we are only referring to his father who sent him. He said in his word, I mean Jesus Christ, that anyone that accepts me has accepted what? My father that sent me. Anyone that rejects me, reject the father that sent me. So, if I call Jesus Christ the Lord, if I confess him as my Lord and my Savior, it means that what he, what the surrenderness that I can give to God who made me is what I'm giving to Jesus Christ. And his Holy Spirit is who is on the inside, who is on the, in the world today. And when I accept Jesus Christ, because Christ Jesus himself, when he ascended unto the glory, he prayed the Father and the Father sent the Holy, sent the Holy Spirit unto us. So, that's the reason why... Hmm, not listening to the Holy Spirit as a child of God and not obeying Him, you can't count yourself as one at all. The Lord is in Jesus' name. John 1 12, the Bible said to Him, to them that receive Him, He gave them to the world to become the sons of God. To those that believe Him, power. He gave them what? Power. What did I say? He said, He said, power. He gave them power. Verse 12. But as many as receive Him, to them gave he power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. 
believing on Jesus Christ and us the authority and the power to become what? Sons of God. And to call ourselves the same. But we cannot be called the, the genuine side of God or son of God without obeying the guide and the influence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. When that is being done by us after we confess Jesus Christ, after we receive him, it is then that we can be declared to be son of God. Then Philippians 2.15. What does he say also? also? Philippians 2.15. Let's read it quickly. Philippians chapter 2 verse 15. I'm reading here. Philippians 2.15 says, and uh, uh, okay, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in this, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among you, among whom ye shine as light in the world. Can you see that the Lord expects us as son of God, as God is shining, shining glory. The Lord wants us to do the same, and He said. Which is expecting us to live blamelessly or not here because we are not the one that is living anymore. It is Him, His Holy Spirit that is living on the side of us. It makes Him, and as we as, as we obey Him, as we yield unto Him, it makes it easier for us to be led and to be controlled by this Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. You know when you born, when you have a child that is that is that is a vagabond or uh, disobedient. Amen. You label him as a child that you don't want to you don't want to be seen. Yeah. But when you have a child that always adheres to your word and follows you, and uh, I mean bumper to bumper, then you are pr- you will become proud about that about that child. And that is how God is also. Hallelujah. So when we obey God, when we obey the, the Holy Ghost, when we obey and by the grace of God, we are coming to we are coming to how we can obey the Holy Spirit. What are the things that we have to obey about the Holy Spirit? Of course, we know by the grace of the Lord. Before we finish this uh, 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 this uh, our episode, uh, not today soon, we we are we are going to take care of that by the grace of the Lord. Hallelujah! In the book of First John again, chapter three, verse. Let's okay. Let's read verse chapter I mean, Matthew chapter five because of our time. Matthew chapter five verse 45 Matthew 5 verse 45 let's hear what the Holy Spirit says there what what, the, what Jesus Christ himself said there Matthew 5 45 says that ye may be the children of your father which is in heaven for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust hallelujah that was where Christ was was uh ministering to his disciple about how they must love their enemies and bless them that cause them that was 44 verse 44 but i say unto you love your enemies bless them that cause you do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you that you may be the children of your father which is in heaven for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the just. How can somebody love when he didn't have the spirit of God? It is the spirit of God because the life of sinner is a life that hates naturally, the life that that chooses what he wants to choose. But when the Holy Spirit comes to the to live on this side of him, be, at the confession of Jesus Christ, 
then, then his life is no more his own life. He found it easy because the Spirit of God is now in charge. All the life of hatred is gone. It is not, the, it is not easy for him to love and to bless. It is only by doing that that you manifest what? To become a son of God. If you still hate, you keep malice easily, then it means you can check the kind of spirit that is that is dwelling in you. If you still hate, if you still causes, if you still, I mean, you, you still keep quarrel and malice, you still keep malice for long years, for long time, then I don't know the kind of spirit that is living inside of you. You must check it well. Praise ye the Lord. That was what Jesus Christ in the book of Luke chapter 6 verse 35 or so. Luke 6 35. Let's read it together again. Luke chapter 6 verse 35. Verse 35. Uh, we are in the Bible study. We have to check the word of God here and there. The Bible said, But ye love your enemies. Love your enemies and do good and lend open not open for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest. Wow. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. That, that is the spirit of Son of God. When you have the spirit of the Lord in you, First John chapter 3, verse 1 to 2. First John 3, 1 to 2. Let's read together First John chapter 3, verse 1 to 2. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us. That we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth not knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man, I'm reading verse three now, and every man that at at, at this hope in him, purified himself, even as he is pure. God is pure. God is holy. And if any child of God will be a child of God indeed, he will do all that. Now, let's check three tests of sonship. What are the three tests of sonship that we want to check now? Three tests of sonship. To know whether you are, you are really son of God. As you, as you answer these questions. Are you really conscious of an influence and control from above, from heaven above, the control, are you really conscious of it? That you are no more yourself. There is a glory that surrounds you, the presence of the Lord that covers you, and there is a demand of heaven from you. Amen. That you sh- and this demand is that you should obey and you are conscious of the influence that they have on you. Are you conscious of that? You are conscious of the influence that the Lord have upon you that can draw you away from corruption of the world, of the world system. It is the only work of the Holy Spirit that can do that. When the Holy Spirit came to live inside of you, He came to do what? He came to draw you away through His influence in your life. He came to draw you away from corruption of the world. So as to do what? So as to turn your back against every system of the world. System of sin. The control of evil ones. And all such. So, if you are conscious of that, of that influence, you are conscious of it. What I mean by conscious is that you totally agree that you are not your own. You are under the power of heaven controlling you. And you cannot do anything without their dictates. Are you conscious of that? Number two, 
Are you conscious of the compulsion to yield to that influence? And thus, you are being conducted in the path of purity of life. Are you conscious of the compulsion to do what? To yield that in, to that influence. Huh? And then when you, are, when you are yielding, you are experiencing the grace that flows, that draws you away from the world. And you, are, you know that you are under compulsion to obey that influence. That is only when that you can be called sons of God. Number, th- number three, do you offer no resistance to the leadings of God? Do you follow cheerfully? Does, does, I mean, I mean, you follow cheerfully whenever God commands you to do anything. Hallelujah. Whenever God commands you to do anything, do you do what? Do you, do you, I mean, obey cheerfully? Hallelujah. Do you say yes cheerfully? Or you do it with grudging, with complaining in your heart? Hallelujah. Because it's only when you do that cheerfully, amen, that the Lord himself by your submission mortify by his spirit he mortify the deed of your flesh the, the, the sinfulness of the, the, the sinfulness in your body is put in, into control because when you offer no resistance to the leading of the Holy Spirit it becomes easy for you also and the flesh in you to obey your decision to say no to it but when you are not obeying the Holy Spirit constantly, whenever Satan brings his temptation to you, whenever trial comes your way, you fall easily because your attention and your consciousness, consciousness of having a power ruling over your life that you must obey, then yeah, that, 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 it became a problem unto you. Because when you do not put any resistance to the leading of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is able to mortify the deed of your flesh, the deed of flesh like like pride, like lust, like love of money, and the love of this world. If you are doing that, and you are not resisting, the, but following the Holy Spirit cheerfully, and all his guide, the Lord puts in Jesus' name. You see, our father Abraham, when he was being tried, because God said he would bless the whole world through him, but you have to be tested to be God's own friend and God's own son. Also, he asked him to do one of the hardest things that he would have asked a man to do to go and slaughter his child. Huh? To, de- to, 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 to destroy him. So, And the Lord is looking for something in Abraham. Was looking for something in Abraham. What was he looking for? He was looking for righteousness. Righteousness of obedience unto his word. Because what we call righteousness is what? Is totally following God and obeying him, surrendering ourselves and everything that we are, that we stand on our ways unto him. That is righteousness. And that was what God is, God is looking for. And he found it in Abraham. Will he find it in you also? In order for him to present you easily to the Lord, I mean, uh, is, um, for Christ to present you easily, Unto, unto his father at the, la, at the last time will you be able uh, to be presented or will you allow yourself to be presented by the, where we read the other time here he said that anybody that 
uh, let me read it again. Everyone, every man that hath this hope in himself, in him or in God, purifieth purify himself even as he is pure. Verse 4 says, Whosoever committed sin transgresseth also against the law. Transgresseth also against the law. For sin is the transgression of the, of the law. What is that transgression there? Disobeying the word of the Lord. Huh? Taking another side against God and against his word. You see, it is only when we obey the Holy Spirit and we follow God that we live in peace, that we know what peace is, that we know what victory is, that we know what genuine blessing is. It is in obedience. It is in yielding to the influence of God, of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will make us, when that is possible, it will make the atmosphere of heaven to cover us and surrender us. And that is what we call His presence. It will make His presence real. Forces of darkness and the powers of this world will be subjected to us. And that was one, what God declared upon man for the, at, 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 at the beginning. When He said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, rule over. So that is what you experience the moment you do what? You are living under the influence and the control of the Holy Spirit. It will be easier for you to live in peace. You enjoy victory cheap. Amen. You enjoy blessing cheap. There are a lot of us that God is still trying our obedience. He didn't give us what we want and what we are praying for. He's only looking for what he looked for in Adam, in Abraham, our father. Hallelujah. And what he looked for and he didn't find in Adam obedience following his word following his law amen the moment abraham received direction to do to go and to go and do what he wanted him god wanted him to do he didn't look back even she even even didn't tell his wife he went on as child as righteous man and he went on to do it and that was how god appointed him as an assigned him to be uh, to be righteous and when god found righteousness in somebody he has found himself. Hallelujah. Then, when you are listening and obeying the word of the Lord and you are following him, God becomes your shepherd. Amen. He becomes your, your shepherd father. Hallelujah. And that, that is when God is able to lead you beside the, beside the still waters. That is when God is able to keep you from, from, from danger. In the book of uh, Psalms 23, the Bible said, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leadeth me into the path of righteousness. Leadeth me. That is when God, it is possible for God to do what? To lead you through the problems of life. Through the sorrows and the commotions and the whatever problem that uh, the life, I mean, life offer. When you obey the Lord, when you follow his word and his guide, through the Holy Ghost in you, the Lord become your shepherd father. Psalm 23 said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That will be your experience. You no more want anymore. He said, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. That is what will be your, your experience when you obey. Can you say what can hear, hear what he said? Here. He said, he, 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 he maketh me to lie down in green pasture. Whether I like it or not, it is the Lord who knows the better place that I can be at a time. And I have already submitted myself unto him for that. That anything I want to do, God first. 
and he must dictate for me where to go, what to do, what to have, what to even eat, and even what to wear. The wife to marry, the husband to marry. Hallelujah. Amen in Jesus' name. So when that is possible and God is able to lead you, become your shepherd father. He will restore your soul. He will lead you in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He will, he, and then because he is leading you, even if you walk in the valley of the shadow of death, 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 he will do what? You will fear no evil. For the Lord will be with you. His rod even will comfort and start will comfort you. What does that mean? The rod, the rod with which the psalmist David used to guide his animals. Amen. The rod he used to beat them with rod at times when they are misled, when, when they are going astray. And if if his rod on you become a comfort as a child, and that is what's supposed to be when God when God when you are scolded by God or when you are led by God to do something that is contrary to, to your will, you still obey it. Yes, you accept his rod as your comfort. Hallelujah. His rod points the way to you and you follow the way. And the rod of the Lord is, is his word. Amen. The rod of the Lord is his law. Is his principle and precepts. And you follow it and you, and, you, and you follow the guide that is only when you are called the sons of God. Thou, he, he, he will prepare a table before you in the even in the presence of your enemies. Your enemies will be will be what? They will be redundant. In fact, you even not know enemies. Hallelujah. Because they will, then they will have become God's own enemies. Huh? Because the moment you obey God and follow his principle and precept as sons of God, he, your problem becomes his problem. You don't you, you he will not even allow you to carry it anymore. Even all those enemies that pursue you, that you are running, that you are running about to escape from, they will, you, you will look for them. You find them anymore. Amen. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord, and He will cause His goodness and mercy to follow you all the days of your life. Huh? Because you too, you are dwelling in His presence, obeying His will. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. We are adding up uh, gradually. Praise the Lord. And the Bible said. Let's go to that Roman chapter 8 where we are studying. Amen. We want to go to verse, the next verse. Hallelujah. He said, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. What is the spirit of bondage? The spirit of slavery. The spirit that produces fear. The, priest, the spirit that binds you to slavery and oppression of sin and Satan. He said, if you have been led of the Spirit of God and you have been called sons of God, you, you have not received this. You cannot experience that spirit of fear anymore. Huh? No more fear. No more anxiety. Hallelujah. You are, you are living in freedom. Jesus Christ said in the book of John chapter 8, He said, If therefore sons shall set you free, you shall be free indeed. Hallelujah. As a child of God, you are what? You are, fallen, you are no more under bondage of sin, bondage of fear. Hallelujah. Let's read the book of John 8, 32 and 36. John chapter 8, verse 32 and uh, verse 32 to, um, to 35. Uh, to 36 rather. John 8, 32 to 35. Let's just read it. We want to see an experience there. 
when Jesus declared some people to be okay, let me read it. 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Then answered him, We be Abraham's children, Abraham's seed rather, and we and, uh, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou ye shall be made free? That is what they believe. Some even some Christians even believe it, that they are not in any bondage. Yet they are still living in sin. Huh? What did he say? The kind of bondage that Jesus Christ means here is this. It was answered in verse 34. And Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin. Whosoever do what? Committed sin is what? Servant of sin. The moment a, a, a believer, a Christian, is still under the power of sin, is in bondage. That is the bondage of bondage. And that is bondage that leads to other bondage. The bondage of sin. But the Bible said, mm -mm, you are no more. Let's, let, let's read it. Let's read it again. He said, verse 35, And the servant abided not in the house forever, but the son abided forever. Hallelujah. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Hallelujah. It is only the freedom that Jesus offered that sets free. It's not the really it's not religious freedom. Amen. It's not the freedom, the freedom that is received by religion, where you justify yourself in sin. Amen. But when Christ is on this side of you, he make he makes sin impossible. As he as sin was impossible for him also. Because his spirit that is living on the inside of you, we make sin impossible. And we make righteousness, only righteousness, possible. So that is what Jesus Christ is saying. If I, the Son of God, can make you free, it's only then that you are free indeed. Hallelujah. It is only that there are no more in bondage. Whatever I put you in bondage by the grace of the Lord, the Lord will set you free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 there. 2 Timothy 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That is what the spirit of, work, of God works in you. When you obey him, he works what? He works power of love. He works power and he gives you sound mind. What is sound mind there? A mind that is freedom. A soul, is, is, is spirit, the spirit of, of, of that man is, is enjoying soundness. Soundness. He's enjoying freedom on the inside. It's not, if there is any alarm anywhere, he's not bothered. Because a power is living on the inside, controlling and guiding and in charge totally. So, and that power that is living on the inside of him have shut him away from the world system and for the fear, from the fear of the world and from the anxiety of the world. That's the reason why if you are, if you are a child of God and you are living in anxiety, huh? You will not have rest because in the night you wake up and you no more sleep anymore. Which kind of spirit is that? That is the freedom that the Lord wants to give you. If you are, if you are, if 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 you will be indeed free, it's only Jesus Christ that can offer that freedom for you. You will just relax even with any problem. You no more. You'll be unruffled. You because you have a sound mind. Even anything that comes to you negatively, it is positive that you reply with. Amen. 
If any sound of fear come to you, you no more fret for anything. Evil news comes your way. Mm-mm. Because why? You are living in a, in a realm, in the realm of God. Where they know no fear. Praise the Lord. You are, you are living in the divine realm where they know no sin. That is what God has called us to be. Amen. And when he's living on this side of us, that is what happened. Amen. He said, ah, but you have not received the spirit of what? Of bondage to fear, but you have what? You have received the spirit of, I'm running over by the grace of the Lord. He said, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby you cry, Abba, Father. What is the spirit of adoption? Amen. Praise the Lord. That is where we are going to end this one today. Hallelujah. The, 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 the spirit of adoption is that feeling of confidence huh? that you are loved by God. You are feeling the confidence inside of you. That is the spirit of adoption. The moment Christ is on this side of you, that is what will be your experience. You will feel, you will feel that you are no more relevant to sinners. And those old friends sinners that you, are, that, that you have been keeping before, you become, because you have received the spirit of adoption. You know what is adoption? Adoption is taking and treating a stranger as one's own child. Isn't it? So, now, with the moment you enter into God's family through Jesus Christ, then the atmosphere of God's family is what, uh, what covers you. That what you enjoy. And that the atmosphere of God's house is filled with what? It's filled with peace, love, joy. There's no hatred to anybody. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, this atmosphere... Every whatever you find in heaven, because there is no there is no hatred in heaven, isn't it? So the moment Christ is on this side of you and the spirit of adoption is on the inside, you are now what you are now conscious of the fact that you are now you are no more in the old past where you keep sinful friend and you are sinning together with them. Hallelujah. You receive the spirit of apportion and it gives you a consciousness inside of you. And it gives you a kind of challenge also to manifest towards God as children who will manifest. You will, you will, you will have a kind of, a kind of a, a, a challenge inside of you to live to please God. To please, to please your father. Hallelujah. As our children that we have, uh, that they, 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 present, they present to us things they, they want to give to us in order to win us to their side that we love them. Huh? So you too, as son of God, you do what? You yield yourself unto him. The book, the, uh, 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 and then you manifested, you are manifesting yourself as obedient child unto him. Because when Christ comes on this side of you, what he offers you, what really makes you to change from sinfulness is the love that Christ offered through Jesus Christ. He offered love. And love must, conti- must multiply. If, if you are saved by the love of God, the Bible said, for God so loved the world and he gave his only begotten son. Love the world. Meaning that you are product of love. The moment you enter into Christ, the realm of God that is filled with peace and love and joy, then you are living in the inside of that, then it will also cause you to produce fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. That is called what? 
love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, gentleness, faith, and so on. Hallelujah. So, it is only when you are living on the inside like that, that you can produce. When God is your father. When you are being controlled by him. Galatians chapter 4 verse 5. Galatians 4 5. Ladies, Galatians chapter 4 verse 5. Galatians 4 5. Amen. Are you there with me? Let's read Galatians 4 5 together. The Bible said, Galatians 4 5. To redeem them that were under the law that... that we might receive the adoption of son. You are adopted already. You are not only adopted. Though you are a stranger because of sin. But now, you have, you have become a bona fide son of God. And the moment you become that, you live as God or not. The Bible said, you, bear, you by that you begin to cry, Abba Father. Whereby we cry, Abba Father. Whereby we are free to approach him and to relate with him freely. For every issue of our lives, there will be no more care. Anything we have, we go to our father. Abba, father. Abba, father means father. Father, I have come. Daddy, daddy. You call your God, daddy, daddy. Father, father. Freely. Amen in Jesus' name. If somebody did not give back to you, eh, you will not easily call him daddy. It's only the pastor of your church that you call daddy. Because he bore you in he bore you in faith, isn't it? But you can't call stranger your father, the Lord Paul in Jesus' name. So that is what happened to us also. As sons of God, we cry, Abba Father, with confidence of sonship. Huh? And that there because there is a testimony inside of us that the Spirit of the Lord Himself, that is the next verse, verse 15. He said, I mean verse 16, he said, the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit Himself. Itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are this we are the children of God. That's where we are going to spot stop today. That the spirit of God will begin to bear witness in you the moment you live in constant obedience and loyalty unto God. The Holy Spirit takes over from there. He gives you witness on the inside. Your spirit, man, your soul, your mind becomes in your mind. You become you know your mind is yourself. Your soul is you. Your personality. So your personality is conv- is converted to become God's own friend. And the Holy Spirit will furnish you with information. Furnish your heart, your soul with information. Even if you are to go somewhere that is wrong, the Holy Spirit will tell you. There was a time I was traveling from a far place. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit said, there is going to be an accident in front of you. Ahead of you. Immediately I began to do what? To reject it and pray. And as I was praying the Spirit, speaking in tongues... A, a vehicle was run, was coming from a, from a petrol station attached to the road, that we, and we are on high speed. And that vehicle was coming as if he wanted to enter into our front like this and just collided with us. Hallelujah! But thank God for the driver. I, I mean, thank God for the driver of Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank God for Holy Ghost Himself who have counter it. When you are a child of God, the Holy Spirit can furnish you with information. When you are obeying the Lord and you are following, following his word easily, it makes it easy for him, for you even to hear him when he speaks to you. Because the way he is saying to you and commanding you and you are obeying him and following him is the way that he will even minister to you also. Because you have already, you have already, already built a channel. A channel, sorry. You have already built a channel whereby God will communicate to you, to your mind and to your spirit. 
the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. For that, as we round up, let's read the book of First, uh, for I mean, Second Second Corinthians chapter one, verse twenty-two. Second Corinthians chapter one, verse twenty-two. As we are rounding up, the Bible said here, Second Corinthians who hath also sealed us and given us the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts, in your hearts, that will be a testimony and the testifying of the Holy Spirit that you are a child of God. Hallelujah. First John chapter 5, verse 10. Amen. There is earnest of Spirit that is given unto you. In your heart, you will know it. In your heart, you will know it. That you are a child of God. Praise the Lord. He said, the Spirit of the Lord, bear witness with your mind. In your heart, you will say to it. And there is nobody who can convince you anymore. When Jesus Christ opened the blind, uh, that man, blind, blind man's eyes in John, in John chapter 9, the Bible said the people want to convince him that you are not the one who was, whose eyes was open. They want to even, because of Jesus, because they hated Jesus Christ. And they don't want him to mention his name anymore. So they even want to, they want to send him to blindness, blindness again. By even, ah, uh, <laughs> not confessing Jesus as what? As the one who opened his eyes. Can it be possible? He said, all I know is that once I was blind, now I see. Whether he is a child of God, or whether he is a son of God, or a wicked man, or a, uh, he's operating through the whatever. All I, all I know is that what? He opened my eyes, and you can't do it. So that is the confession you have when you have the Holy Spirit in you. And when you, when you become a child of God, Nobody will be able to say no because if you are, if when I was born again, that was what happened. I was sent away packing. I was a youth, young one, young man. Huh? I was sent away with joy. I went out. They want me to, they gather the, they gather my family people and all the uh, mosque people that we used to go to mosque together and this day. They gathered them to come and convince me. They couldn't. Why? Because I am convinced. The Holy Spirit has given me witness that I'm a child of God. It's a very glorious experience when you are in that experience. May you experience it in Jesus' mighty name. First John chapter 5, verse 10, ladies, and then let us pray. Because our time only remains four minutes there. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. First John chapter 5, 10 to, 10 to 11. First John chapter 5, verse 10 to 11. Praise the Lord. The Bible said, And he that believeth on the Son of God had the witness in himself. Can you hear that? He had the witness in himself. He had the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. Hallelujah. And this is the record that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his Son. That is the, the conviction that a true child of God that really confessed Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is, that, is, I mean, that the Holy Spirit is leading, that is the conviction that we have. He will have the conviction that he have eternal life. He's saved. And he can't go back to the world of sin anymore. Sinful, he's, he will become tired of sin. And he will hate sinfulness. When I was born again, I, what the first thing I did was that I did all the friends that I know. There were so many. I couldn't, talk, I couldn't go to any one of them when I was driven away from home because of accepting Christ. I went to hide myself somewhere for three days until uh, my, my friend, my, the, my, 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 my father, who, I mean, we call them father, who win us to Christ. Hallelujah. 
Of course, they are our brother. Yeah, hallelujah. So, until, until he came to visit me again, after I received Christ as my Lord and Savior, I couldn't go to any one of the friends anymore because what would they do for me? They have become older friends that I cannot mingle myself with anymore because I'm experiencing divine guidance of the Lord. The Lord did not leave me that way anymore. That is what will happen when you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior because you will have the witness in you. The Bible says, He that believeth on the Son of God have the witness in himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you having the witness that you are Son of God? Is Christ living on this side of you? True and true. Are you a believer indeed? Who are you? By the way, the Lord, the Lord, I, I pray the Lord God Almighty will give you a new heart today. You can receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior even now. Hallelujah. The Bible said, Now we receive not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given unto us of God. So that is what I read in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Hallelujah. You will know the things that are freely given unto you of God. Because you are being led by the Spirit of God. You will know how to reject the evil of the devil. Of the devil. You will know whether Satan is talking and God, when, when God is talking and when, when the enemy is talking. You will know the voice of your God. You differentiate it between the voice of your master and the voice of the devil. When you are being led by the Holy Spirit of God and you are following his word. That is what you enjoy. So I call the title of this message today, the blessings of the gospel of the Holy Spirit. The blessing of the gospel in the Holy Ghost. Amen. So those are, those are the things you enjoy. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. But the grace of the Lord will continue next week. Amen. From verse, uh, from Romans from, I mean, chapter uh, uh, 8, from verse uh, 17. Hallelujah. Of course, we will, go, we will start from verse 18. Because this verse 17 also is okay. We can you can start from there by the grace of God. Of course, there is nobody here who can ask questions. We give time for questioning. Is there any question here? My dear, is there any question before we round up? Hallelujah. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. All of you that joined the studio, the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Wilhelmina Atubwa Atuguba. The Lord bless you. Amen. Then, Ella Joy. Ella Joy, the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. I pray the Lord will cause the blessing that you are received here to be permanent in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? I want us to pray to the Lord. Lord, Holy Spirit, I commit myself again unto you in a new way. Holy Spirit, come on this side of me. Even if you, if you are old Christians here, you see, you have not been obeying the Holy Spirit even to the letter. Yes. Many of us, we don't ask things from the Lord before we take the step. Hallelujah. We still listen to our own voice and our own mind. Huh? Not the mind of the Holy Spirit. You have your mind and you have the mind of the Holy Spirit. And it is the mind of the Holy Spirit that can sustain you. Not your mind. I want us to pray, Lord, help me to yield unto you completely. Help me to adopt your mind in all guidance that I need in life. Oh Lord, help me to adopt your leading. Help me, oh Lord. Holy Spirit, come and come on this side of me. Take charge of me completely in the name of Jesus. Take charge of me completely in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit. I need you. I need you. I need you in my life. 
Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Malika to Zotoro do Bayaba. Eli Kruto Sodro Managaili Gasadayaba. Holy Spirit, help us in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, help us in the name of Jesus. We need you. We need you. Help us by your grace. Help us by your power, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I want you to just pray for us. Hallelujah. Just continue to round up, man. Hallelujah. And you can still have anything that you want. Blessed be the name of the Lord for the message. We thank the Lord for how far He has taken us. We bless His name for the message. May His name be praised. The book of Romans is indeed loaded. And we thank the Lord how far He has gone with us. He will still continue with us. We are asking if anybody has questions. You're free to ask your questions. God is good all the time. So, Father, if there's no question, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you have sent the word. Thank you for the may that your servant you have used. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that has taken him over. Thank you for the word sent into our life. That which you for uh, that for that reason for which you send it it shall accomplish and your that which is your desire shall come to pass yes. and the world will produce the result you want in our lives yes amen. to be closer to you to fulfill our destiny what is our destiny destiny amen. to please you yes. to show forth your glory to, yes. to be part of those that will be giving you thanks lord thank you for this word the holy spirit will give give it wings to reach every family, Amen. to reach Amen. every heart, Amen. to reach every kingdom. Amen. And the word which is Jesus shall, shall be so powerful and uh, enabled by the Holy Spirit Amen. To, to settle us within our with us. So spirit and body in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we say thank you again. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We have us our blessings. Yes. We have rest our miracles. Amen. There's nothing one wants as much in the world. There's nothing you look for, there's not a word. The word is life, the word is sun, the word is quick and powerful. We, 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 we harvest that which our heart desire in the world, and our heart, our life shall please the Lord. Amen. Thank you, O oh Father, you, forever you are wonderful. Blessed be the name of the Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Want to thank you once again. But Wednesday uh, at uh, uh, 7 a.m. Nigerian time, we're going to have our uh, Shiloh Hour. That's that our miracle day. Please join us at that time. And we know as you join us, the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. The glory of the Lord will radiate upon your life. And then on Saturday, by the grace of the Lord, we are going to have uh, teachings on marital issue. Uh, we are hoping by the grace of the Lord to begin teaching series of teaching on uh, uh, mending fence in marriage. Fence mending in marriage. Fence mending in marriage. So... We pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' mighty name. Uh, we will invite our friend, Pastor 
Daniel to join us at that meeting, on that meeting. And we believe that the Lord will bless us in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. By, I mean, uh, by the grace of the Lord, I know you will be with us. And those of you that, uh, that are downloading our message, we, we pray that the Lord will continue to bless you as you download. And those that join us on the studio, may the Lord God Almighty continue to bless you and encourage you to do more, to be with us in Jesus' name. The message you have received today, I pray the Lord will give it wings. The Lord God Almighty will uh, make it to be established in your life in Jesus' name. Bye for now. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you.